Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Frederick Zapone along with my co-host, Bob Stanton, bringing you another edition of the Easy Living Podcast. How are you tonight, Bob? I'm very well, Frederick. A nice accent. <laughs> I am glad you like it. So what is our topic for tonight? Well, our topic for tonight, our topic for tonight was going to be wristwatches, but I decided to go a little further into that. And I think tonight's topic should be about time. Okay, we're going to have a topic about time tonight. What is it about time that you want to talk about there, Bob? Well, I'm, uh, I seem to never have enough of it. And, the, you know, the more I think about it, it's, uh, time is a kind of a made up concept, right? If you think about it, we kind of made up time. Time didn't exist before we did. So, um, Actually, actually, Bob, time is does not exist at all. There is a thing called psychological time. But if you close your eyes and you try to experience time, you cannot experience time. You can only experience timelessness. Uh, and I have tried this experiment myself, so I know that it works. So you just close your eyes and you just try to experience time. And what will happen is the mind will go tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. But if you get away from that and just observe, you will feel spaciousness and timelessness. And the interesting thing about psychological time is that it does speed up and slow down depending on the way you think. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. As they say, time flies when you're having fun. Exactly. And time goes slow as hell when you're not having fun, for sure. So um, so what can we do about this thing with time? What, what do you do with this thing with time? How do you manage this thing we call... Uh, to be more accurate, what we call psychological time, because that's what it is. Um, see, I live in a world now where uh, time is not relevant to me. In other words, I don't have to be any place. I don't have to get up a certain time. I don't have to go to bed at a certain time. It's called so, retired. No, it's called... Well, well, <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's what they call it, but I don't feel retired. I feel like I, I live in the land of my choice. You know, I retired from the rat race to live in my world. So, yes, retired in that sense. Um, but um, so, so, so do you have any problems with psychological time? I do at times, um, you know, by all means, I, I, you know, I certainly can say that there's many times that I feel like I don't have enough of it. And um, it being such a, you know, t time is really an abstract concept that we've put some cages around so that we can deal with it, right? Exactly. And daylight and, and evening and, and so on and so forth. Um, you know, even, uh, even how long we spend in this body has some sort of a timeline, right? Somebody says, well, you know, you're going to spend about this much time in your body according to, you know, how everyone else is doing, right? Exactly. And, um, and of course, if you, you know, if you really get into the, you know, the, the abstracts of it and you, uh, you read into like, you know, quantum mechanics and things like that, where, where, you know, things are also measured even distances are measured in time when we're talking about that right like we're talking light years you know yes, years yes. at the speed of light but with quantum mechanics you know they've they've proven time and time again even here on this rock you know floating around in space that things that they can't explain can happen meaning you can literally aggravate 
a molecule a certain way and have a another molecule halfway across the globe react in the same way instantaneously um so it's it's interesting that you know we we use you know we use time in many many ways and in many ways it, it really doesn't matter right uh, you know quantum mechanics also suggests that there are particles you know that are hundreds of millions of light years away that are reacting in synchronicity with things here and um of course it's very interesting reading it's uh at times very boring reading but it's um you know it, by all means it's fantastic it's fascinating to you know to actually you know to, to think that this thing that we call time you know being constructed by us has several imperfections right that we can run into in, in many ways things like um you know what what i always like to say is i am never ever so arrogant as to believe that i know how everything works yes well yeah we can all say that to some degree i've actually my experience has been that the more i have learned the less i know that's that's how i feel though i do know when we talk about the subject of time that it is a man-made construct uh that it actually is a concept it's not real because i have as i said earlier if you close your eyes and you try to experience time like you would experience love or like you would experience feeling sad or feeling uh, happy you cannot experience uh time you can experience psychological time if your mind starts going tick tock tick tock tick tock or if you start just kind of imagining the you know the minutes flying by but the great thing about having the timeless experience is that you it gives you so much inner freedom i i don't know how to describe it it just really does because one of the things i've noticed when i live by the clock and i think we all do at some point is based on the clock and based on where i was supposed to be at a certain time in the clock i could put immense pressure on myself because i was running behind time you know i wasn't keeping up with time uh so personally i would say if there was a way to get rid of the time concept i would and i and i don't know that we can because you know that that's i i guess time is something that we use as a way to meet up with i think time is a control factor I mean, if we understood quantum physics like you talk about it people if if the masses understood quantum physics time would not be relevant i agree yeah absolutely and and in reality if you can actually you know i time is irrelevant to us every day when we sleep when we sleep we have no concept of time exactly i mean yeah when you go to sleep it's just like yeah there's no there is no concept of time to really um, i mean like even um maybe you don't have one of those things that beeps in your ear in the morning to wake up because you're not retired or whatever it is um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh if you've ever used the snooze button and most snooze buttons are like nine or ten minutes or what have you depending on when you use it certain days that 9 minutes can fly by like a snap of a finger you'll be like i just i swear i just hit that thing now i got to get up 
And then other times you literally would go into like a lucid dream and everything else and all sorts of things would happen. And then the alarm goes off and you're like, wow, it's like that was only nine minutes. So, you know, we really don't have, you know, a concept of time when we're sleeping. And, um, and that's when our, you know, when our conscious mind is not so, um, turned on, if you will. So our, our our conscious mind is, is accepting the construct of time as we know it. And of course, making judgments based on it. But I personally believe that, um, you know, time is really nothing. You, you have all the time, you have none of the time. Um, if you believe that, you know, you're on this earth one go around, then the construct of time might become a little more important to you. If, um, if you believe as I do that you're pretty much timeless, then, um, it's a, Boy, a lot more relaxing, that's for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. And and that's the reason why I really recommend for people to close their eyes and try to experience time because you can't and, and, and you will feel more relaxed. I think uh, people use time as a control factor, but oftentimes it works against them when when they make time the kind of the God in their life. You know, one of the things that, you know, people say I don't have enough time and yet you can look at other people who accomplish twice as much in the same amount of time. You know, we all have psychologically speaking 24 hours in a day and yet some people can do so much more in 24 hours than other people why is that uh, I think it's because other people that do more are focused on end results whereas people who don't do more are focused on uh, the time involved you know they, they they limit themselves by having this time concept um, so I highly recommend if you can give up your allegiance to time to some degree. Yeah, the other thing that's interesting too, you talk about the alarm clock waking you up. Have you ever tried the experiment where you mentally uh, say, I want to get up at six o'clock and then you don't set an alarm clock, but you just say, I'm going to get up at six and then you actually get up at six. Yep. That works. Yeah. I, and, I don't have an explanation for that either, but that, that does actually work unless you're really, really tired. No, you know something, it works no matter what, because now that I think about it, just last weekend, I uh, lost track of time sitting mm-hmm. in my hot tub, which is a very easy place to lose track of time. Exactly. Um, and I decided to get out of the hot tub because I looked up and was like, someone in the streets got like a big bright light. And then I'm like, oh, no, that's the sun coming up. Maybe it's time to go to bed. Uh-huh. So I went to bed. However, in my head, I said, well, you know, I really at least got to, you know, and it's like, it's like, I don't even know what sunrise is right now, but it was probably five thirty, six o'clock and I went to sleep and I was like, you know, I got to at least get up at nine because there's someone that's going to be contacting me and I, I need to, you know, be able to, to contact them back. Right. And I didn't set my alarm because, oh, hell no, not having some beeping in my ear, you know, three hours after I went to sleep. Exactly. I popped up at nine and stayed up for a short period of time so that I could respond to who I had to respond to and then right back up. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, not only is it amazing that you can do this thing where you tell yourself to get up at six o'clock, but it's amazing how some part of you knows that it's six o'clock for you to get up. I mean, how? I mean, that to me is, well, that's part of quantum physics, actually, but but, uh, I consider that magical but i but i you know this whole thing of quantum physics i think next week uh, because it'll be my turn for the subject i think i'd like to have a discussion 
discussion about quantum physics and about the practicality of it because um, I, in fact I just I don't know if you've been to the new group yet I'm sure you have with the winners and losers I posted something today about what we focus on what we it, it remains in other words quantum physics says that whatever you put your attention on will manifest itself immediately and that people don't understand that from a quantum physics standpoint that we are moment by moment creating our reality but we're creating it's, it's faster than the speed of light wherever the hell that is so you most people are not conscious that they are creating their reality that it's unfolding moment by moment for an example like you're in your house now can you see your car your truck your i think you have an suv or you have a hummer i don't know sure what you have but <laughs> i have a jeep and i have a porsche cayenne okay so can you see your vehicles right now no so the truth is you don't know whether those vehicles exist or not now you have a memory that they exist but in reality they do not exist they exist only as a memory now here's the thing when you get up follow this logic now when you get up and you go out because i want you to I want you to check to see if your vehicles are there after you get up. Uh, <laughs> they better be. <laughs> but 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 here's the thing: they're going to be there because you're creating them being there. You know, I was in a seminar one time in a room. I'm, this is a short story, a quick, a quick short story. But the room was sealed, totally sealed. You couldn't see any light. You couldn't hear any sound from the outside, and it, the whole room was put into a dark space except for one small spotlight that was on the seminar leader and he spent three hours convincing us there was nothing on the other side of that door and he can you know he said you have a memory he says but but you cannot prove to me uh without getting up from that chair you cannot prove to me that anything exists outside this room i said this is all exists everything that exists outside this room you're going to create when you get up off your chair and by the time he went through this Half the room was convinced there was nothing on the outside. Half the room wouldn't even go out the door until other people went out the door first. But the point is that that it, it it's kind of like if you're watching a, it's like it's literally this reality is like watching a movie. If you're watching a movie of a car driving down the road and you're and you're, the point of view of the movie is you as the driver. The hills in front of you only appear as you create them. See, we think they're always there, but they're not. Nothing is there until we create it. So your kitchen is not there, your food is not there, your refrigerator is not there. But you have memories that's there. But you can't prove to me that you have it in the refrigerator unless you're looking at it right now. And the only thing you can tell me about it is that you see the apparition of a refrigerator, but you can't prove to me that it's real. So this whole thing about quantum physics, just yeah. So. What do you think about that? How about doing a show about quantum physics next week? It sounds like fun, um, and thank God for cameras. I, I, they're there. My right. <laughs> they're there. I checked. But, I just I had to make sure. But 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 we don't know that for sure. What we know is that your camera transmitted an image of something that could or could not be there because you know from watching enough TV shows where they're able to uh, manipulate things. So that something appears to be there when they actually stole it. You ever see enough of those, like where they they steal the diamond, but they still think the diamond's there? Of course. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so as far as we know, uh, you know, you'd be shocked as hell. You actually went outside; your car was gone. Uh, but, but, but technically, it's possible that you could be looking at something that somebody doctored, and you can believe that it's real, but. 
And that's where it goes to where I don't know if you've ever heard the expression, the truth believed is a lie. You can only experience the truth. Have you ever heard that? Um, the truth, no, I've truth. Okay, the truth believed is a lie. You can only experience the truth. To give you an example of that, let's picture this scenario. Here's the scenario. You're in Dallas, Texas. You're late for a meeting. You can't find a parking place anywhere. You find a place that says no parking on right on the street. You know, it has the yellow signs, you know, parking for whatever reason, because it's a fire hydrant or whatever is there. So what you do is you park your car there, okay? And you take and you put up your hood and you put up your uh, trunk and you put on your blinkers and you go to the meeting. Now, you did that on purpose because you knew the way the minds think that the cops, nobody's going to bother that car because it's going it's to look like the car's in distress. Because when people say, oh, the hood's up, the trunk's up, the blinker light's on, must not, the car must not be running. Uh, and I know for a fact that that's exactly what happened because I was the guy who was late for the meeting and I couldn't find a parking place. And so that's what I did. And I went in, was in an hour meeting, came out, my car was still there and I just <laughs> closed everything up and drove away. So the truth believed is a lie. You can only experience the truth. Another quick example of that would be if somebody, well, and this is where we get, this is where we get upset so much at the time. Somebody tells you something like somebody says, I'm going to be at your place at 7.30 tonight. And if you believe that and they don't show up at 7.30, you're going to be upset because your experience is at 7.30, they didn't show up. So that's the reason why the truth believed is a lie. You can only experience the truth. And where most people get caught is they, they, they believe everything that people tell them. And so when it doesn't happen, they get really upset. And that's the reason why I, I don't, you know, people can tell me anything. They say, I'll call you at 10. I'll show up at 10. It's like, okay, if they call, great. If they show up, great. Otherwise, I don't believe it until I experience it. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, it does. Nothing's real till you observe it. Exactly. That's the whole thing. Nothing is real until you observe it. And we get to choose what becomes real for us. In other words, our focus, in fact, let me see if I can find it real quick for you here. Because I just posted it today. I thought it was such a, I posted it in the Winners and Champions group. And if you haven't been in there lately, um, because by the way, the reason why I created the Winners and Champions group, because I was tired of being a self-help prostitute. I don't know if you know what that is, but I'm not one of those anymore. Um, no. <laughs> You don't yeah. you don't know what a self-help prostitute is? No. No, I have no okay. idea. Well, you know what a prostitute is, right? Yes. That's they why give, you got me laughing now. Okay. They give their gifts away for free. I did that for a long time. It's like I really believed that if I gave my gifts away for free, people would financially reward me. They don't. So now it's like people have to pay me good money to to get my my smarts. But anyhow, this thing I let me see where I posted it, because it's so great. It's just uh um I posted a lot of shit today. Let me see. Mm, you're going to have to keep talking here for a second until I find it. Because <laughs> yeah, we can't afford to have dead air on the station here. Let's see. Yeah. Well, uh, say it, something. <laughs> interestingly enough, uh, you're saying, I think if you're, if you're, if you're paying now, you're actually a, um, a self-help call boy. <laughs> or uh, escort, right? Aren't those? Okay. Boys? Okay, yes, you're right. I went from being a prostitute to an escort, a paid escort. What the hell? Fine, I don't care. <laughs> oh, here I find it. Here I find it. Okay. <laughs> you're right. I didn't think about that. Oh, what the hell? They make good money. Okay. 
So it's called uh, Unwanted Rock Solid Reality. That's the title of this little post. It says, it only seems rock solid because you keep staring at it, pointing at it, pronouncing it to be true. It will only be true as long as you continue to stare and point. Mm. Which is quantum physics. Yeah. yeah, it's quantum physics. It's true. And the thing is that we get so locked into uh, our memories and our beliefs and our feelings that it's hard. Sometimes it's hard for us to change, and some, and, and also it's hard for us to accept that we created something we don't like. I mean, that's the thing. It's like if you got something in your life, a financial situation or a relationship situation or a health situation that's not, it's unwanted. It's hard to accept that you created that, but you have to accept that you created it in order to uncreate it, in order to have what you want. Uh, so that's for better or worse. But anyhow, we better wrap this up because we're on to 20 minutes and that's way longer than we normally do. Um, I like our shows because they're certainly full of a lot of enthusiasm and energy. So next week, um, um, I like to talk about, we'll, we'll talk about quantum physics, but let's, I'm going to do some research myself. Let's see if we can find some practical examples that we can uh, share with the audience about quantum physics so that they get a better understanding of how it works. Because I, I think that's where we're going in this world, that the more people understand quantum physics from a layman's point of view, the more powerful people will be as individuals. So anyhow, that's it for the show, folks. Uh, this is Frederick Zappone along with my co-host, Bob Stanton. And we're wrapping up this edition of the Easy Living Podcast. And until we see you next week, we want you to take very good care of yourselves for us. And we will do the same for you. Bye-bye for now. Bye for now.